Welcome to another edition of Get Your Geek On, the podcast designed to get you all geeked up about the sport of triathlon, whether you're an Ironman veteran or just thinking about your first sprint race. And that's right. If you're willing to sacrifice for something that's greater than you, you've come to the right place. I am the Iron Kahuna, podcasting from the OC, Orange County, California, in TriGeek Dreams Labs. And this is Iron Will, coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall World Headquarters. Iron Will, how are you doing today? I'm doing. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Doing well. Just got done with a, uh, we were recording on a Sunday night, got done with a nice weekend and, uh, yeah, looking, you know, everything's going well. I'm, I'm on, I'm in the middle of a big diet. Oh yeah. So I've, I've actually lost a couple pounds, which is nice. And, cut out, um, <laughs> cut out the, cut out the, the adult beverage and, uh, Cheetos and whatnot. Yeah. You know that. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, just little things like you know like i love pizza so i stopped mm. eating pizza unfortunately because i love it um, chips and salsa that's your other advice chips and salsa yeah <laughs> not doing that so just uh just trying to be smart about it and not have any stupid you know stupid calories go in there um so gotcha. that's, that's good you know what uh you know a book i got that you might want to get what's that it's called the Eat Clean Diet, and I'm a I subscribe to uh, Oxygen Magazine, not the Oprah Oxygen. The oh, thank uh, God. Oxygen, the, yeah, no, you know we can still be podcast partners. Don't worry. <laughs> um, it's a uh, it's like a uh, how do you even say it? It's like a women's weightlifting, I guess, fitness sort of magazine. Uh-huh. And one of the uh, fitness people in there is. Tosca Reno. Tosca Reno. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, she wrote this cookbook of like 150 recipes. So the book is called the Eat Clean Diet Cookbook, and mm-hmm. there are there's like over 100, uh, like 150 or whatever recipes in there of all this awesome stuff. I discovered this thing called uh, quinoa. It's this grain, and you can make it into anything. And there's it's like the perfect food ever. All this protein and uh, amino acids and where do you stuff. get that in the Midwest? Uh, we have little grocery stores. Do you? Yeah, they put them in. Put them in with the electricity wire that we got for the. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know that. Down the kin, middle of the road. Quinoa, whatever that is. Yeah, we have all kinds of. We have gourmet food shops here and everything. Really? Yeah. No, I'm just teasing you. Um, so <laughs> no, are you they tasty recipes? Do you feel like? Yes, um, they're very good. And I thought it was going to take like hours to make this junk, and uh-huh. it takes like 15 minutes. I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable. Like, g- g- <laughs> give me one. Give me, I couldn't believe it. I guess. Give me a. Re- give me one uh, example of a. Give you. Give you a recipe. Yeah, you don't okay. have to like give, tell me what the uh, exact ingredients um, are. <laughs> yeah, I was about to go get the book. Well, I mean, they have everything. They have, um, like, oh, okay. For example, this you know Greek salad where uh-huh. you get the, the olives and the whatnot. There's that, and then they make you make it. You make that as a side dish with, like, some salmon or whatever. Uh huh. Or you can do it with uh, and put like steamed chicken over it. Um, mm-hmm. All these different like one dish recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, like. One of the recipes is even called uh, shepherd's pie without the sheep, and uh, instead of using <laughs> ma- instead of using like mashed potatoes and whatnot, they uh, they use that quinoa, I think I don't know, or some other kind of rice. But it's all really really good, and it doesn't take very long to make. So anyway, if you're uh, starting to hurt for all stuff, right. get and what's that. what's quinoa? 
Like I said, it's like this grain. Yeah, it's like this kind of grain. It's some South American grain, and they can uh, you can make it into like a pilaf sort of thing, uh-huh. or you can even make it into like a pudding, or you can put it in a stuffing, or you can put it in breakfast cereal and make like an oatmeal. It's unbelievably versatile. And how do you how do you, how do you uh, how do you spell that? <laughs> quinoa. Um, yeah. Q U I N O A. Okay. So. All right. I'll have to check it yeah. out. NPR had like a really cool article on it. So in like I think I wrote about it like last week or whatever. You can go find it. NPR had an article and, or did it have a uh, yeah, broadcast yeah, about it? Um, well, they probably did a broadcast and then did an article. Oh, but, they really had an um, article. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole big long article where they went to South America or whatever. I think I don't know, but um, okay. they had pictures of South Americanness happening and it was all good. Yeah, hey, I had a weird experience. I went to. Um, one of my parents' friends who lived across the street from us from, you know, we, we grew up in the same house for like 30 years. Well, I got out after <laughs> 18, but, um, yeah, he had a, uh, he, he died. So his funeral was this, this weekend. Um, oh. and, uh, the one really interesting thing is I hadn't, I hadn't seen these guys since most of these people, since I was 18. So that's, uh, almost 30 years ago. Um, wow. but you know what? I, the triathlon, it, you know, gets you, um, you know, a lot of these people were, um, you know, uh, let's say they put on a few pounds, uh, <laughs> they, you know, looked a little bit, um, haggard and, you know, careworn and, <laughs> and, uh, but I, I was, you know, I was impressed by, by myself. <laughs> so no, it, it was it was nice to you know be in a room where you you're, you're not embarrassed to be there because you know you're this big fat bloated out of shape person. You're, <laughs> you're a triathlete, so that was. Uh, um, and you're not just any triathlete. You're the big Kahuna. You're right. I keep that a secret to most of my <laughs> most people who know me. <laughs> I'm yeah. never gonna. I'm never gonna forget. Way back in the day when we had uh, Dakota, our announcer. Oh and, yes. Uh, <laughs> she's your neighbor, actually. So for anybody who doesn't isn't a, a veteran listener, way back in the day we had uh, an announcer at the end of the show who read the credits, and uh, she was Kahuna's neighbor. And she they were taping the uh, what the ending the ending credits one day, and she, she didn't know you were called the Kahuna. She, she, so you told her what to read, and she said. They call you the Kahuna. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're the Kahuna. Just like she's laughing so hard. Oh my god! Uh, I could. It took me forever to compose myself when I heard that. It's hilarious. All right. So tell me how how's your training so anyway, going? It's going. This week has been insane, though. This is my um my first like structured official, you know, per the orders week back. And uh, man, I'm telling you what, it's it was it's just kicking my butt not so much the the stuff to do but getting back into that routine um mm-hmm. and uh i i have no do you understand i have no idea how i trained for ironman and got up at whatever ridiculous o'clock in the morning to Cause you go were, do this stuff because you were a mental God. patient i was i was a, i was scared i was like fright right. i think that's what happened and now that now that i've been there and done that and it's like oh i wish i were freaked again so so what, what, are your, what, what are your goal what did your coach do for your goals i mean what what how is he tra- training you to do what well um i'm i'm not even trying to go to kona or anything so right. he knows that and uh this is i, I told him you know what this i want a fun i want to have a fun year and i want to focus on the sport for the sake of it being the sport and not you know me working through my 
whatever drama I had in getting over myself for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> now, now it's just, <laughs> now it's just about going out there, having fun, and and he's just like, hey, cool, we can do that. And so I'm just sort of going back into it, you know, nice and slow, so I don't get hurt. We actually talk about it in depth in our coach's corner, so we'll just save it for then. Oh, very cool. What's I gonna say? We have a lot. We have a lot going on for the show. We have all yeah, of our we, stuff. Yeah, we need I to think. get going pretty soon. You know what I'm um, doing is I'm doing the, uh, or what I think I'm gonna do is the New York City Triathlon. You're gonna do that? I, yeah, I think I'm thinking. I think so. I'm not. I'm not positive. You're gonna, but... you're gonna have to look up Coach Adam. He's out there. I know. You know what? I'm. I met Coach Adam, but he was. So he is cr- the greatest. Yeah, he didn't even know who I was because he was so crazy. It was during the registration for the New York City Marathon, and and my wife ran oh. with his kids, and so I'm oh. like, hey, Coach Adam. There's like a thousand people around. I'm I'm the Kahuna. He just like looks at me like, <laughs> <laughs> get this m- mental patient out of here. Oh, he's so. the coolest guy ever at Ironman Wisconsin. He he ran with all of us. For I don't even know, like miles, and he must have run 50 miles that day, if not more. I couldn't believe it. He was just, wow. he's the best guy ever, 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 ever. Well, um, so, race, ter- racewithpurpose.com. You guys go check out his blog. Turns out the uh, New York City Marathon or triathlon's already sold out. Jeez. Oh, I want maybe he's got like hookups. Maybe just, he can get in. I don't know. He didn't say hi to you, so maybe he's gonna be like, oh no no no. He yeah, can maybe no get a. Maybe you can get your wife in though, and she can you can race under her name. Well, I can I can enter as a champion <laughs> champions club, five hundred bucks. Oh, Plus is air, that like a community slot? Yeah, or? and then oh. air airfare, shipping the bike, um, hotel. Maybe. Shipping the bike? Did you say in the New York City Marathon or New York City Triathlon? Triathlon, the triathlon. I'm sorry, oh. New York City Triathlon. Oh, 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 yeah. got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. I'm I'm out of it today. You don't even know the day I had. I I talked to my coach earlier today, and it was just like this big babbling, ridiculous mess of a conversation on my part. And I don't know. It's just like a not a full moon or anything. So I'm I'm like off two degrees today for some reason. Okay, well I'll so. ca- I'll carry the show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, so we so you went out and we have these uh, great new sponsors or uh, sponsor. Yeah. Um, Dry Max. Um, yes. And I got my socks. I got to tell you, I got my socks. I put them on today. Are um, they not the most comfortable thing ever? They're really nice. I mean, they're there. You can't, you know, I mean, it's not like, uh, I mean, it's a crucial piece of equipment you never think about. And um, yeah, my, my feet were nice. And uh, it, it was the, I put on the uh, really thick, they have like these really thick uh, cushiony ones. Oh, the it trail was, socks. It was really, um, they're like little pillows under my feet. Um <laughs> So it was it was very nice. So let's. Um, who did you talk to? I talked to Gus Blythe from Drymax, and um, I think I introduced him there in the in the interview. So we'll just roll that back. Okay, let me uh, let me roll this. Here we go. All right, well, we're here with Gus Blythe from Drymax Sports, and uh, he's here today to tell us a little bit about the socks Drymax. I have a bunch, and I love them. My feet have never before stayed so dry while running, even when it's raining out. So, uh, Gus, how are you doing today? Just fine. Thanks, Tracy. Uh, well, why don't we let you tell the people about how cool these things are and, and why they work so well, because all I'll do is just rave about how much I love them, but I won't necessarily be able to tell them all of the details why just yet. So since we have you on the line and you're the expert, why don't you give it a go? 
Well, there is a difference between Drynax socks and the other socks that are on the market, that, which are typically wicking fiber socks. And wicking fiber socks are great at spreading the moisture around. It works. Actually, wicking fibers work very well for a shirt that's on the outside, but when you're entrapped in a shoe and you're spreading moisture around and it has no way to escape or, or evaporate, it doesn't work so well. What Drymax does is an inner layer and an outer layer, the Drymax being on the inside, and we have a, which hates uh, moisture, sweat, or water, and we put a, a layer on the outside that loves it, so it moves it off the skin into the outer layer, and then it can, you know, move its way through the shoe and then into the atmosphere, but uh, through evaporation. But that's basically how it works. The Drymax, as you move around, squeegees, the Terry Loops squeegee the moisture off the skin um, and into the outer layer. That's now, now, how does it work when the moisture is coming from the outside? Um, because, like I said, I went running the other day, and uh, it actually started kind of light drizzling. Um, my shoes on the outside were soaked, uh, but my feet stayed dry. So how did, how did that happen, actually? Well, in, in, a, in a dry mac sock, the outer layer won't take the moisture. It won't go from the outer layer. Once the shoe, it takes a little while actually for the shoes to get wet, and it, it, the shoes typically are built with you know leathers or plastics or wicking fibers, and they'll spread the moisture out, and then it will get the outside of our sock wet, but the outside of the sock doesn't pass the moisture to the inside of the sock, so that's why you don't get you know dry. A wicking fiber sock would actually pull the moisture from the outside to the inside and get you wet uh, on those rainy days during your runs, but a dry max sock just won't do that. Yeah, that's exactly what has happened in the past with me. So I was really shocked. I was like, oh, great. Here, you know, I'm going to have wet feet again. But uh, when I took the socks off, I mean, the, to touch them, they were wet, but my feet were perfectly dry. So I was really sold at that point. So Outside wet, inside dry. That's exactly. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we are going to spread the love around here and not just have everybody take my word for how cool they are and uh, how they keep you dry. So we're going to have a contest, and uh, why don't we ha let you introduce that for everybody? Well, I think you're, you're, you're picking the people for the contest, so I'll tell a little bit, I guess this right, uh, how it works. <laughs> what we want, who you pick to wear the dry max socks to do, is to go, just show no mercy, take them, get them wet, just as you were, you were saying, go run out in the snow, go run out in the rain, go ahead and splash through a puddle. You're going to be getting uh, trail socks, you're going to be getting light mesh running socks, regular weight running socks, you're going to get uh, several different socks to go out and test. And we really want you to go out and, you know, work up a sweat, uh, you know, whether it's hot weather, cold weather, wherever you live in the United States, or, or actually we've already sent socks overseas, so we're yep around the world, go, go ahead and put them through their paces and, and show no mercy. And if you want, you, know, you can even wear one of our socks and one of the competition socks, and you can report on how the Drymax did versus how you know these other wick fiber socks did. But uh, get in the mud, get in the sludge, get in the, you know, go run out on the wet golf courses, and, you know, not the private ones. <laughs> run across the wet grass, go for it. And... Uh, we really want to, you know, hear, hear hear back from you then of, of your wonderful experiences. Awesome. Muddy, well, muddy wonderful experiences. Muddy wonderful. 
well, I think this is going to work. We have some pretty creative people out there, and uh, so we're going to be accepting video submissions, audio submissions, regular photo pictures, and uh, Kahuna and I will put up this contest also on our blogs as, and place where people can submit everything, and over the next several shows, we'll have a segment where people can report on their DryMax challenge, and what we'll do is just have everybody vote on which one is the best, and I want you to tell everybody what the winner will win. A year's supply of Drymax socks, and that'll include more than just running socks. There'll be golf socks, there'll be tennis socks, there'll be golf light mesh socks, sport sport light mesh, walking, running, some, some more running, some more trail running, which I know people <laughs> want. You can have some new socks coming up called Maximum Protection Socks. They're made with polytetrafluoroethylene. It's known by another name as Teflon. Uh, wow. Slippery substance. That, a lot, that keeps you from getting blisters, and we have that in our maximum protection. We have a hot weather sock, and we also have a cold weather sock, so you'll get six different kinds of running socks, and, uh, so, uh, and also the, some dress socks and some other stuff, so a big smattering, a whole ton, a, a year's worth. Oh, so, so people are not going to have to, the winner's just going to be set for socks for a while. They'll dump their sock drawer, that's for sure, to make room. <laughs> and also, people, we do knit all the socks here in the United States right now in Alabama. And uh, we'll also have hiking socks coming up, diabetic socks coming up, wow. and boot socks coming up. So, and some, some specialty, some special features of it. All the socks contain an antimicrobial in the fibers, so it also keeps the, uh, you know, the, the odor down, which is a, you know, a nice feature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, smelly socks are, are definitely a deterrent for, <laughs> for a lot of things at the bottom of the gym bag and stuff. Um, so if people want to find out more, um, you have some videos, you have some personal testimonials, you have uh, frequently asked questions, all kinds of things, as well as all of the technology behind the way your socks are made. So if you can give everybody the website, they can go check them out there. Wonderful, wonderful. It's drymaxsports.com, D-R-Y-M-A-X-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. DrymaxSports.com. Awesome. All right. Well, Gus Blythe, thank you very much, and we'll check back in with you here soon. I appreciate it. All right. Take good care. Good luck, everybody. Well, good interview. Oh, thanks. It's a, He's a great guy. He had so much information, and uh, I had a million more questions, but we're going to have to get back and get to those next time. It's so funny how uh, how technical socks are. You know? I know. You wouldn't think so, but right. uh, yeah, that's, that's why, I guess. If you get wet in some and not in others. I was surprised. I really, I honestly, I didn't believe it when the person who contacted me about him said that your feet just stay dry. I was just like, okay. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I went out for a run and it started raining and I was pretty impressed. That is good. Um, now, what, so we we have all our testers, do we not? Uh, we, I've heard back from, I believe, nine, and uh, we are going to have ten. So there's one more person that um, I have yet to send an invitation to, so I will be doing that yet this week. And uh, then we will have everybody ready to go. Um, and as soon as everybody has their socks, we'll be able to start the challenge. So I'll follow up with everybody and get back to you. Okay. And we'll put some more information on our blogs as a, yeah. as a contest um progress so and mm-hmm. and you've got to be happy that these socks have some sort of odor uh odor killer because <laughs> I, I've, I've actually shared a rv with you i can I understand what they're talking yeah. about with you if i ever if i ever go again anywhere i will definitely be glad you had received your box <laughs> <laughs> okay um 
Well, let's go right, as long as we're sticking with, um, oh, you know what, I want to do one thing before we get to Coach's Corner. Uh, okay. Okay, there, there's um, <laughs> there's Amelia, she's she's at um, 623, all spelled out, oh, 623tries, yeah, yeah, yeah. and tries is T-R-I-E-S, um, dot blogspot.com. Awesome. Yeah, she's really good, she's a really good writer. So she did a list of, and she included us in there, but she did a list on, um, she's in her third... Th- as she's entering her third season, um, why she thinks she's not a newbie anymore. So some of her reasons are, uh, <laughs> number one, my uh, workout swimsuits outnumber bikinis four to one. Uh-huh. Um, the lining is shot in almost all of them. The swim, my swim caps from previous races are disintegrating. I never, guys never <laughs> save their swim caps. I guess you guys do. Cause if you need oh, it, yeah. uh, um, keeping my tail toenails short is more important than keeping them painted. Uh, there you go. I haven't crossed that line yet, but um, thank you, God. <laughs> uh, most of the uh, most of my hand washables are now made of lycra. Uh, ah. I'm not as feeling as sentimental about those bright room race photos, or those race T-shirts, <laughs> or those drawstring race bags. Um, and then this is us. I don't need a decoder to, decoder to understand triathlon podcasts and those podcasters don't seem that crazy after all. So that was nice. And yeah. uh, training takes a priority over taking down my Christmas lights. Oh, there you go. So as very, long as she doesn't leave them up until like July. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that's trailer parkish. Um, oh, you're going to get mail. You know, you, um, you, I'll tell you a California thing, and this is happening all over um, my neighborhood, is people actually pay people to put up their lights and take Come them down. Come on. So, it's bad enough you pay people to mow your postage stamp lawns and cut your <laughs> two bushes in your front. Oh come on! No, my, Seriously, my, someone pay you pay somebody to take your lights. I up don't, but my all my neighbors do. They they um. Uh, oh my god! One neighbor across the street got such a elaborate display that it took them two days for the guys to um with oh. a, a team of guys to put it up and put them down. But even just simple ones, they, there's these guys that come and they 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 I don't know what it costs, probably a couple hundred bucks, but they they do all the lights and then they take them down at the end. Uh, so, oh man! Yeah, it's, got I, can, to... I guess I can see it if you're gonna like pick your display or whatever out of a catalog, and it's this big complicated thing. But if it's like hanging some icicle light, <laughs> it's come on, ridiculous! Uh, Get up on a ladder, be a man. Exactly. <laughs> do you have exactly. a ladder? Do you even own? A, I gotta, I gotta ask. Do you have a ladder? Do you own a ladder? Do they make ladders in Southern California? Um, I'm insulted <laughs> by your question. To. I own, a, I own a ladder, but you know, what? I don't own a, sh- I don't own a shovel. Oh, and what? I, I'm going to have to go get a shovel because it, they're putting in, we don't have sidewalks on our street and they're putting in sidewalks and I got to, I got to somehow figure out how to, I got to move my, my uh, mailbox out of the way. Oh, and, uh, are you going to hire somebody to do it? Are you I are probably right? will because I'm, I'm such a lame ass, <laughs> but I, I think I actually have to mix cement or something. I don't know, but, uh, oh, because no. oh, you got to put it back in. I'm a, yeah, yeah. I, I can take it oh. out, I think. Um, but I'm guessing I got to put some cement or something and dig a hole. So I'm going to have to get a shovel. Which I don't you, have. You know, you're going to be okay mixing all that. That's not going to. You're not going to have to go get a book from the library. I, I have to get a book, some internet stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, do some research. Do some research. Where you, you take the take the plunge. There. I am a. Um, is my eighth grade high school teacher or gym teacher? Says, I'm a candy ass. I don't. Uh, oh. I, I'm I'm kind wow. of uh, 
frail and uh, I, I don't no, know. You're I'm, a not ci- I'm a city either. boy. You're a city boy. Okay, I'm a city well, boy. We can leave it at that. I've seen you cross the wildflower finishing line, only crying a little bit. Yeah, so I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna agree with. But, the, but we're not. You know, we're going up this year, but we're not. We're not camping. I can't. I can't do that camping anymore. So we're staying oh, in a. Could. We're staying in a hotel. <laughs> oh, how, you, you got to help me out here. I'm trying. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> well, I gotta be. We're we're honest, if nothing else. Um, oh boy. So. Um, all right, so let's go. Um, let's go to your. Co- who is your coach? I don't even know who your coach is. Oh my gosh, he is the coolest guy ever. He, his name is Dan Shelley, and uh, he's out of he's out of uh, Vision Quest, uh, based in Illinois here, and he's just this swimming. He's he's been swimming forever. So I think I, I think we have finally found somebody who could take you in swimming, Kahuna. So he's um he's been the. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we might have to have a, a swim off. Um, but no, he he was a swim coach at Brown University and oh, really? uh, led yeah led them to some some victories and um, also he's working at um, Lake Forest College now as their head swim coach and uh, so he's I think what eleven years or something now he's been coaching he's a certified USA swimming coach also uh, USA cycling um, he's just, he's got a bunch of long resume of coolness so uh anyway he's a very very cool guy and so all of us on team Evo try have our own coach this year so it's really going to be cool okay well let's let's um let's take a listen to what he has to say sounds good all right well, i'm here with my coach dan shelley of vision quest coaching and uh vision quest came on board this year as one of our new sponsors for Team Evo Try, so going to be hearing a lot more from Dan here uh, as the show's go on. So, Dan, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Will. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, glad to have you. Today we're going to talk a little bit about just starting off the season, a lot of people shaking off the cobwebs. I'm no exception at all, as, uh, as you well know. We've been communicating <laughs> back and forth, email and phone, and um, I've been recently frustrated with uh, how low you know, power numbers have been and how low uh, just endurance in general has been after a nice, nice uh, relaxing off-season. So um, maybe you can give everybody the advice that you gave me. Absolutely. Um, I think most people uh, across the nation, aside from people in some of the warmer climates, are kind of just getting back into their season or just starting to think about putting together their schedules for races this coming spring and summer. And I think it's important to keep things all in perspective as you start to do that. So some of you have probably done a great job of staying fit, and it's always easier to stay fit than it is to get fit. Um, but that said, it's, it's always important, and it's, it's a positive thing to take some, uh, some breaks as well throughout the year, allow your body to recover, allow yourself to mentally recover just so you're ready to go at it again to have a successful and fun season. So what we're doing now with your training, Will, and what people should probably be thinking about at this point during the year is just starting to build a base and starting to kind of ease themselves back into things. Um, one thing a lot of athletes will do is get too anxious, get too excited, and really overdo things right off the bat. And, and one of the worst things you can do early season is, is get yourself an injury. And you can do that in a number of ways just by upping your volume too quickly or by also upping your intensity too. So you may have seen, and I think um, the workouts we're doing now are also posted for people to check out on your website as well, 
Um, but that stuff's all pretty much base building. It's all um, what we would call submax at Vision Quest Coaching. So it's stuff that's below threshold. It's pretty light. Just building a base, kind of working stabilizing muscles, working your uh, aerobic system, getting that back into shape before we start to put in more intensity. You know, the good thing is it's early enough now that if you're starting to think about your season, you're starting to put together that schedule, and you're starting to be consistent, which is really the most important thing now is just being consistent with workouts. Um, the great thing is you've got plenty of time, so there's no rush. You know, you don't need to be heating, hitting your peak numbers in training now. You don't need to be overdoing things. So that's, that's the main piece of advice I think I'd give people at this point in the season. That sounds great. And what you said about just sort of easing back into it and, and uh, attaining some level of consistency, that's really the most important thing, more so than uh, intensity or finishing a workout, really thinking that you gave it your all and uh, have nothing left, which is what I got wrapped up in. Uh, kind of got a little bummed out about not feeling like I gave everything, but uh, the important thing is that you just show up every day and, and put in your time and get uh, your routine reestablished. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think as long as you're consistent, you're getting things done early on in the season here to get going. I mean, there's, there's plenty of time to build your strength, to build your power, and to really focus in on upping threshold numbers and, and just getting faster and better as the season progresses. So, I mean, that's the one thing, you know, the one time we'll see injuries, and I see that with my swimmers that I work with and also with um, my triathletes as well, too, is if we get into things too fast, if we overdo it, that's when we're really asking for trouble. So definitely now it's, it's more important to build that base, work on that aerobic system and before you overdo it. Most triathletes, at least most, most that I know, are really highly motivated and are excited to get the season going and they be, you know, the best they've ever been. But the reality is you can't be that right off the bat and you can't always be that. And so you've got to listen to your body and be smart with workouts and, and not feel too rushed, you know. Enjoy the experience and have some fun along the way. At least that's what I like to do. Excellent. And that's going to take a lot of pressure off of a lot of people. And uh, you and I are going to be well-matched this year because this is my season to uh, really enjoy things and, and have fun, and I'm looking forward to that. So I think it's going to be a good year. Fantastic. I'm excited to, to be working with you as well. All right. Okay, and we'll get more into those things as uh, as we continue on with the shows here. We're going to be talking again. Well, I talk with you uh, all the time, every week, and uh, more than that even on email. So, But uh, as far as the show goes, we'll be checking back in with you in a couple weeks, and maybe at that time we can get into some more specific workouts people can be concentrating on uh, at this stage in the game and sort of take it from there. Sound good? That sounds good to me. Just let me know what I can do. All right, awesome. Um, what I was wondering is if you would mind giving everybody your email. If they have a question in the meantime, they can go ahead and shoot you a note and uh, get the party started here. I would be happy to do that. My email, uh, my name once again is Dan Shelley, and my email is Shelley, S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, at lakeforest.edu. So I'm a triathlon coach with visionquestcoaching.com, and I also uh, coach swimming at Lake Forest College, just north of Chicago. All right, and that's uh, L-A-K-E-F-O-R-E-S-T for everybody. All right, sounds good. All right, well, Dan, thanks a lot for your time, and uh, we'll check in with you in a couple weeks. No problem. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Well, that was a perfect coach's corner for this time of year. It gets, gets me all pumped up to get back out and, and do some great training and smart training. Yeah, it's really he's really like a laid-back, easygoing, cool guy, um, but I have a feeling he's really going to kick my butt this year. <laughs> and that's all good because we're going places. So, hey, Speaking of butt-kicking, uh, 
my son, Kahuna Jr., is at his first year at San Luis Obispo, <laughs> and he is in a um, he's in a, like a boot camp class. That's three mornings a week at oh. seven in the morning. They're like you know running. Uh, you know, many, many miles. It's, it's put on by, a, I think, an army sergeant. And he's, I see he's on Skype right now. So let me try to get him in the uh, call oh, no. and uh, see what we can do. That's I guess so funny. He's going to die. Hang on. He's uh, totally going to die. I've never talked to him, I don't think, have I? Um, I've talked to your little ones, but not. N- I don't think uh, you've talked to him. No, no. Yeah. Oh, this t- is going to be fun. T- there's one of like one or two. Um, <laughs> One or two word um, responses. So his, oh, name's, okay. his name's Taylor. So let's see if we can get him. Can you hear me? Will? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Taylor. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how you doing? You're on the you're on the air. You get your geek on a podcast. What do you think of that? What do you think about that? <laughs> hey, Taylor. Um, oh no. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what what are you studying? Not exactly. Are you, uh, are you drinking? No, I uh, <laughs> I just woke up for a nap. A nap? So, yep. It's like but, seven thirty. How did you have a yep. nap at seven thirty? Oh, you're in co- you're a freshman in college. That's why. Stay exactly. up all night, right? Exactly. Uh, so nap Taylor, Taylor, tell tell the folks about your uh, your three day a week class. What what's that like? It's run by an army sergeant. Yeah, um, it's run by these guys. Most of the guys are contracted to be in the army, and. Um, and they just run you to the ground. You have to run uh, like three or four miles every day. It's been really raining lately. Oh no! Right. And so, so it's in the dark every morning at six o'clock to and they seven. Don't, they don't care if it's raining, oh. right? No, they don't care. Wow. So, so you do running, you do um, push-ups, stuff like that. You do swimming. Yeah, push-ups, sit-ups, lunges, um, squats, everything. Wow. And, and do you like it? Yeah, it's it's a good way to start the day. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times have you slept in? Twice. Oh. Twice. <laughs> twice in how many weeks have you had this class? Three weeks. Three weeks. So out of, out of 12 times, I slept in twice. Twice. So that's, that'd be a that's B plus, A minus, yeah. Yeah. Um, and do they get mad when you miss the class? Uh, they kind of surprise you when they're going to take a role, so you never know. Uh, oh. And yeah. do they do they yell at you? Uh, yeah. If you're if you're not doing well, they'll definitely motivate you. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's see, they, the brainwashing oh, so started. Funny. To motivate. Hey, hang on. Yeah. We got yeah. we got your um we got your girlfriend here. Hang on one second. This is gonna get wild. Oh, Sorry. No. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, you got his girlfriend on Skype too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Oh my gosh. Um, this is quickly becoming 90210, the TV show. Hold yeah. on, see if I can do this. See if I can <laughs> do already, this. He's already mortified, did you hear him? Um, he's like, yeah. Okay, let's see. <laughs> can everybody hear? Is Marissa yeah, there? I, I, can, I can hear. Um, there she is. Uh-oh. Here she is. Hang oh, on, no. I, fa- I found it. Stringing, oh, stringing. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Marissa. How are you? Wait, who's through the wall? That's, hey, Marissa. That's Iron Will. We're, we're actually doing our podcast right now. That's we're on awesome. it. Awesome. Marissa, Marissa was a uh, three-year starter at the water polo team. She's a total stud. She goes to Boulder. Oh, wow. She goes to the University of Colorado at Boulder. She's a buffalo. Go Buffs. Go Buffs. 
And, uh, oh my goodness! So anyway, this is just spur of the moment. No one really cares, but I, I just wanted to say hi to you guys. And and uh, how did you did you work out today, Marissa? Um, believe it or not, I did not. I was just loving uh, Sunday Fun Day, man. Really? Sunday Fun Day. You didn't you didn't drink you didn't drink last night, did you? No, I actually did. I saw a movie. I'm just kind of kicking it this weekend. Oh, right on. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, Next I'll, time, I'll let you guys go. Thanks for joining the show for a second. All right. Well, um, you're welcome. Hi, Kate. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, you know, we have this is the time of the show right now for Tri Boomers uh, right here, right now race report. We've had a couple of technical difficulties with it, so we're going to save that for next week or next podcast. So, Tri Boomer, your work is uh, greatly appreciated, but we we um, we're just technologically challenged here, and we need <laughs> to uh, to save it for next time. So, we're sorry about that. Yeah, check back in. We'll have them again next time. Okay, and then finally, we have the Tri-Life lesson. Wow, that came up quick, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, when wow. we cut, cut whole segments out. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess so. Um, all right, well, I guess we're ready to go. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's have a listen. A body at rest tends to stay at rest, and a body in motion tends to stay in motion, with the same speed and in the same direction, unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. Newton's first law of motion. I couldn't seem to make myself stop right away at the end of Iron Man. My legs kept moving forward even though there was no longer any need. And when I realized this, upon greeting my friends and family, I joked with them that since I'd kept pace so long, it was likely the only thing they knew how to do anymore. Thinking back on that night now, I'm amazed at the irony and the metaphor. Having spent the first two years writing about what everyone writes about, the journey there, and this last year writing about what only those who don't finish write about, the journey back, I suppose it only makes sense that I spend the next year writing about what happens after the fact, after crossing the Ironman finish line. How now comes a period of redefining, and in effect, starting over while continuing on. And man, I didn't see that one coming. I understand, maybe for the first time, what they mean when they say, be careful what you wish for, you just might get it. I wanted an ending to a very, very long road. A certain satisfaction with myself, a sense of completion, and a pride in knowing I'd vanquished all the things that had settled my life thus far. What I hadn't planned on, however, was that I wouldn't really know where to begin each day without the chore of battling something taxing and oppressive. You see, over the years I've found my motivation in the rally and in the fight. I've found it in the underdog momentum that draws millions to anthem movies and thousands to starting lines. But now with the fight finished, I suppose there's something of a hole. As ungrateful as saying such a thing sounds, clearly crossing that line meant it was in fact the end of an era. I'm just coming to find that beginning another isn't quite as easy as I thought it would be. As a result, I think lately I've been getting in my own way by backpedaling in an attempt to return to familiar ground. The other day I realized that since finishing Iron Man, I've subconsciously created little wars for myself in order to sabotage certain personal successes just so I could begin working towards rebuilding them again. It would seem I did this so I could struggle through again and therefore guarantee the prospect of overcoming again. It's just the pattern I've come to know, fueling my life on long-term strife. But I no longer need or want that. There's a better way in just taking things as they come, day by day. 
I am indeed happy to be finally able to enjoy my life without the nagging presence of an epic personal war. With that, maybe it just takes a little time to get used to the other side of the finish line where things are anticlimactic and constant and without any high drama or pressure. Maybe it's just a matter of letting it all sink in like I did in those final hours. Of not only accepting the journey for what it was and what I earned the right to have it be, but also of allowing it to naturally become something else. After all, on September 9th I didn't keep moving indefinitely. My friends and family were there waiting for me at the finish line, and I stopped to be with them. Sure, at first my body felt conflicted and compelled to continue on, not unlike how I've been feeling lately, but come to think of it, that only lasted for a little while. Well, I guess Newton was right for the most part, though I have to disagree with him a little bit. That force felt pretty balanced to me. Wow, well, that's really good. Really good. <laughs> you, you're, a good you're a good writer. You have great oh, insights. Thanks. Oh, I don't know. It's just I, I've I've been feeling like that lately. You know, where you you finish the big show and it's like, okay, now what? Um, and there is really this void of sorts that kind of comes after that. And I don't know if that's why people sign up again. You know, to try to reclaim that. I've been undoing so many things that have long been you know successfully completed, just so I could I think have some uh, some big project to do. And, and mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of kind of dumb, but I don't know. Maybe maybe other people can relate to. Uh, to having to have a big project in life to work toward. So. Yeah, I, I sure do. Well, that, that's that's really good. And uh, oh, thanks. It's a great <laughs> part of the it. show. Well, that um, that brings us to the end. It does, doesn't it? It does. Wow. And it's time to say goodbye. We had a great show, and thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for joining me. This is, uh, I guess, forty-four in the can, huh? Forty-four in the can, headed towards fifty getting there all right well until next time guys this is iron will signing off this is the iron kahuna saying aloha and mahalo and it's that time again for the business section of our show get your geek on is brought to you by bmc bikes cyclops power dramax sports vision quest coaching two times you human performance multiplied shram hammer nutrition and zip speed weaponry for comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, or to submit a soundbite for the show, visit the sidebar of trygeekdreams.com or through th3wall.com for more information. Get Your Geek On is a production of Iron Geek New Media. If you want to, if you like this podcast, you want to help out a little bit, you can hit the PayPal buttons on either of our websites, um, trygeekdreams.com or through th the number three wall.com <laughs> it's kind of complicated but hit the paypal button and we'll t- we'll um we're going to use that money to pay for a um uh, scholarship for a newbie triathlete so you can launch a triathlon tri- triathlete's career by contributing to the show so we'd appreciate it um uh, yeah, and we, we actually we actually have a couple um, applications in, so we're going to make that selection and announce our very first 2008 recipient of Tri Scholarship on the next show. So make sure you tune in. Oh, very good. So, yeah. so we need, but we need some money. So, um, <laughs> so, so if you like what you hear and uh, you've, uh, you you want to contribute five bucks or twenty five bucks or fifty bucks, that'd be awesome. And it doesn't go in our pocket; it goes right to the uh, triathlon triathlete. Yeah, too soon to be triathlete. Soon All to right. be triathlete. All right, that's All right. that's it. <laughs> See ya. And if, uh... Oh, we have more. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Are you sure? Yes. All right. All right. I and if you'd like clothes. a token, <laughs> they gotta wear something.
Yes. If you'd like a token of the of the gift, we're so having bloopers, man. You got to introduce that. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, and if you'd like a token of the Get Your Geek On show, visit getyourgeekon.spreadshirt.com for authentic logo apparel. Now it's time for a couple of our uh, more edited moments. Her name doesn't even, I don't know, her name is funny. It doesn't sound like a name. It sounds like a, I don't know, a, something Flanders on The Simpsons or whatever. It sounds like name. a stripper or something. <laughs> what a huge tangent you're creating. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know triathlon what? Triathlon. <laughs> tell, tell Marissa we're gonna have to call her back. And I, I don't. Yeah. This is beyond my capability. Uh, they're gonna die. Oh, this is what happens when I leave you alone with the controls. You just randomly call people. I'm for sorry. No reason I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit thrown by all that stuff. Um, <laughs> you need a moment. Yeah. To, to recompose. Yeah. We're we're gonna have to put an end to this madness. Okay. Before. Bye. <laughs>